Hey besties, welcome to the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast, where our mission is to transform your life and help you become the most phenomenal woman you're meant to be. I'm Brianna, the founder of the Badass Book Besties, where we encourage a conversation around a love of books and learning so that you can make new friends and expand your thinking. I'm a lover of books, beers, traveling, and motivating women to live their dream life. Each week on this podcast, you'll be motivated and empowered to make positive changes in your life through intellectual conversations and interviews, how-to ideas, and insight from a variety of books. We celebrate the incredible and simple accomplishments women make every day. To be a badass woman means to be awesome, impressive, and worthy of admiration. So my goal is to help you see your true worth and build your self-confidence. If you're someone who wishes to be inspired by other women doing extraordinary things and want to be encouraged to live your most badass life, then this is the podcast for you. Hey there, earth loving soul sister. It's so wonderful to have you here listening to another episode of the Living Your Most Badass Live podcast, where we inspire and encourage women to live their most badass lives. As some of you may know, if you know me in real life or have stalked my online profile, I am obsessed with recycling and being a more cognizant human of what I consume on this beautiful earth. Now, if you didn't uncover that knowledge in your stalking, I must share more about it. (laughs) I have become obsessed with recycling really in my entire adult life. I've become more consciously aware of all the trash that I accumulate and really encouraging my friends to do the same since really I was in my early 20s. I remember working at a corporate office, environmental services, as an accountant, also where I've met some of my very best friends that I am so grateful to know. We were going through these files, shredding old documents, and then recycling the folders they were in. However, the folders had a metal clip at the top that needed to be separated from the folder as it's unable to be recycled with both parts attached. You know, paper is recycled with paper, metal with metal, you know, the whole thing. And I was taking my time to remove the metal parts from the paper folder because I wanted to ensure it was recycled correctly. Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy to some, but to me, it was all about being aware of our environment and what didn't need to end up in a landfill. I came in one morning to find that all of the boxes had been completed, and I was so excited we didn't have to do the task anymore. There was nothing left to shred or recycle. And when I inquired about it, my friend explained that they had just thrown everything away. It was a waste of our time to go through the process and everything had to be dumped. Well, fuck. I'll never forget that memory for some reason. It's almost like it's ingrained in my memory as a what in the fuck just happened moment, but also, oh man, poor earth. I didn't have a chance to save all of that material from going into the landfill. Epic, sad face. I have also experienced major anxiety at times over how much trash is literally taking over the world. As I speak, I'm literally looking around my office and thinking, oh shit, there is so much stuff in here. I need to be more of a minimalist. And trust me when I say, I'm working on it. When I had my daughter back in 2018 at a hospital, and dear goddess, don't remind me that she's turning five next week, I literally cannot even believe it. I remember coming home after our hospital stay and suddenly having a straight up panic attack. 
I realized how much trash, including so much single-use plastic that was used during my time there, that I had an all-out panic attack. We're talking tears, shaking, everything. Of course, I know that you have to be sanitary and that measures are in place to ensure that everything is brand new. I get it, but it doesn't negate the fact that I literally freaked the fuck out about it. I even made a post on Facebook begging people to tell me that they were recycling or making other eco-conscious choices. I just had to know that my friends were out there making a difference. And they came through. They told me some wonderful things and I started to feel better. So needless to say, I very much value the importance of doing whatever it takes to ensure that items don't end up in a landfill. And yes, I do understand that there are definitely times when it's absolutely impossible to avoid single-use plastics or other terrible things for the environment. I literally, I think I've said literally about 50 times during this episode already, but I cringe every time I go to the grocery store and I must buy items that come in a plastic container or plastic wrap. It's just like, seriously, do we have to have everything in fucking plastic? Now, I know that most people might disagree with some of my methods or what I'm going to discuss in this episode, and I get it. They might think that it's a waste of time or that it's not something to focus their life on. But hear me out. Earth needs you. It needs you to care. It needs you to give a shit. And and when you do, please be sure to dispose of the shit properly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Now, if you're new to Earth and are quite unsure of why it's worth saving – to which I hope none of you listening are at this level, I'd like to share a few reasons why it's so damn important to spend more time focused on saving the planet by recycling or being more eco-friendly. Number one, recycling helps to keep our planet clean and healthy by reducing the amount of waste that ends up in landfills and pollutes the environment. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? It also, number two, conserves natural resources and saves energy because we're reusing those materials instead of just constantly producing new ones after new ones after new ones, which is going to ultimately reduce our carbon footprint. Now, recycling for number three is such an easy way to reduce the amount of waste that we generate. I mean, obviously, there's so many different things out there just making that one small step to recycle can literally be so easy. Number four, the more we recycle, the more jobs that will be created and we're going to support local economies by providing opportunities for people to collect, sort, and process recyclable materials. And let me be honest, there is a process to ensuring that everything is recycled. You know, it's down to a science, but so often so many people don't really think of what they're recycling, you know, like one of the most important things is that if you're going to recycle something that had food in it, you have to clean it. You have to make sure that it's fully clean. Now, some people might just rinse it off in the sink and that's great. Sometimes I put it in the dishwasher with the other dishes, especially if it's a glass dish, just because I want to ensure that it's fully clean and will be recycled. Because if something goes into that recycling bin that gets covered in food, the whole batch gets thrown out. And lastly, recycling helps to protect wildlife and their habitats by reducing the need to extract raw materials, which is going to cause environmental destruction and, of course, harm to animals. Now, I know that's a whole lot of science-based 
things that explain why recycling is so important. But if you're like, yeah, Brianna, I totally get why it's important to take care of the planet and all, but like, is it really that important? (laughs) To which I would reply, um, seriously, what the fuck, dude? Of course it is. (laughs) Plastic is a big fucking problem. I hate our reliance on it and how we literally can't escape from it. I mean, take a look around you. I bet just within the room or car that you're in, there are probably hundreds of plastic items. Maybe not in your car, but if you're a mom like me, I would bet there are. Some reasons I hate plastic. First of all, plastic is not biodegradable. It never biodegrades. Ever. And then when plastic does break down in its own way, it only becomes microplastics. And these tiny particles are going to then be ingested by marine life, enter the food chain, and guess what? It's going to go right back into us when we consume seafood. It's also made from fossil fuels like oil and natural gas, which are non-renewable resources. So this production contributes to greenhouse gas emissions, exacerbating climate change. And even if you are one that doesn't think we contribute to climate change, that's a whole nother podcast episode, but just hear me out. Plastics can also contain toxic chemicals that can leach into our food and water. I mean, they tell us don't leave a hot don't leave a bottle of water out in the car because it's going to get too hot. Don't drink it out of that. Or don't drink something that's been heated up in the microwave. So obviously there's something that the plastic is made of that really shouldn't be next to our food. Plastic waste in the environment can also release harmful chemicals, further endangering human health and the environment. And then my goddess, single-use culture. Many plastic products are designed for single-use and Oh, it's just so frustrating. The plastic bags, the straws, the water bottles, so much waste and disposability that encourages people to use products once and throw them away, which further contributes to the plastic pollution problem. And of course, there's the unsustainable packaging because plastic is often used by companies to pack their products and then be discarded after one use, which is going to create a huge amount of waste. And finally, as I have said multiple times already, the ecological impact. Plastic pollution has a devastating impact on wildlife, especially in marine environments. Animals can become entangled in plastic, mistake it for food. I mean, there's been so many sad pictures or videos that I've seen on the internet, on TV shows and documentaries, and it's about damn time that companies take action. And of course, even if you do decide to recycle plastic, fantastic. (laughs) Hey, that rhymed. It can often be difficult to figure out what is actually recyclable and what is not because of the, the plastic's complex composition and the lack of recycling infrastructure in many areas. That means that much of the plastic we use ends up in landfills. So, I mean, seriously, what the fuck? I hate plastic. But my earth loving friends, This is not an episode to send you into a devastating spiral of despair, thinking of how all the plastic or other recyclable items that you've thrown away in your lifetime, no! This is an episode all about the differences that we can make in our lives starting today. We can make a difference, I assure you, one amazing human being at a time.
So I'd like to take this time to offer up some suggestions about how you can be more eco-friendly in your life. If you love, hate these, or have other amazing strategies, please let me know. I would love to share them on my podcast, my socials, etc. It's very important for me and others to be aware of how we can best serve our planet. So without further ado, I'm going to give you some suggestions on how you can make eco-friendly decisions on the daily. Number one, only buy when you truly have to. I know we live in a society that throws out all items we need to make our lives better, according to the advertisement, of course, but we really don't need much. Look at what you're buying. Are you making decisions based on the fact that it's on sale or because you really need it? Really think about the things that you bring into your life and ask yourself, do you already have it at home and maybe you just can't find it? Do you really need a certain number of things or can you just get by with one? And then also when you are buying, number two, be more cognizant of what you purchase and from where. So if you're able to, utilize thrift stores, consignment shops. I mean, I literally rarely buy anything new when it comes to my kids' clothes or toys. Hell, I actually rarely buy clothing for them. Most of my kids' clothes are hand-me-downs from family and friends in perfect condition. And I always recommend that my children receive used toys when Ever possible. It's like my daughter's birthday is on Monday, and so I'm finally buying her a Barbie dream house, which is sort of um, also for me, but I'm buying it off Facebook Marketplace, and it's brand new in box, and I'm thinking, hey, it's absolutely fine. I've even looked up different toys to buy for them that have been pre-loved, and I'm like, it's a great idea to go out there and shop at places because sometimes people give things away when they're practically brand new. And if you are able, definitely check out Facebook Marketplace, thrift stores, yard sales, so many different options. I even have a curtain in my office that I love so much that I got at a thrift store and it's actually a shower curtain, which is very cool. I think it was $2. And I think, my goodness, somebody had pre-loved that shower curtain in their house and now I'm using it as a really pretty curtain in my office. (laughs) So number three, Use the supplies in your house whenever possible. Anytime I have a party, I look through my craft supplies or what I already have in stock, quote unquote, to see what is possible to use. And it's actually quite fun to think up different ideas of how you can repurpose something. I've made my own invitations from paper supplies I've had, a birthday banner with letters that I taped to construction paper. You know, be creative. And when you can't be, look on Google or Pinterest as there are a ton of great ideas for things that you can do. I mean, I've looked up different craft ideas to do with the kids. We've taken old beads and used them to make really pretty flowers and given them to the grandparents for Mother's Day. There's just so many options that you really have to take a look at what you have in your house and how it can be repurposed. Number four, this one is something I have not tried, but a student told me this one, and it's try your hand at sewing your own clothes. I've maybe tried this when I was younger. I remember sewing an outfit for my cat, and that was really interesting. I've also tried making a skirt before, but I didn't realize that your legs flare out a little bit, so the skirt definitely did not fit. 
But I had a student recently tell me that she made a bathing suit top from an old bathing suit she had along with some leggings that didn't fit anymore. And I thought that is genius. You know, think outside the box of what you can create. Now, these next suggestions, I'm going to have the links for each of the products in my show notes. So if you're interested in finding these particular ones that I really love to use, I would definitely recommend checking out the show notes at mostbadasslifepodcast.com or the direct show notes in the Spotify description or anchor description, wherever you are listening. So the next one is biodegradable trash bags. Now, a lot of people I don't think know about these or the fact that you can purchase them for your home because I believe they're used for creating compost, but it's a fantastic way to use trash bags without wasting plastic. Now, I found mine on Amazon, but I'm sure there are a ton of others out there that I would be willing to try. We just don't really accumulate very much trash in our home, so these are the ones that I have tried and that work. They have some small ones, but then they have some really large one that you can use. But again, it's totally up to you to find the ones that work because the first couple times we tried them, we had a lot of holes that would end up happening and that was kind of a mess and I was wondering if we had made a terrible decision. But once we found the ones that I linked in the show notes, it was perfect. Now, along with different trash bags, there's also the idea of using 30-gallon craft lawn and leaf bags. Now, whenever we were cleaning out the yard because we had bought a new playset for our kids for Christmas uh, using donations from all our family, which was so great for the kids, and I really wanted to clean up the backyard, and I really didn't want to have to fill up multiple buckets and have them pick it up once a week. I just wanted to get it out. And I said, oh, but I really don't want to use plastic bags. So I just did a quick Amazon and Google search and found these amazing paper lawn and leaf bags. And it was perfect. I was able to use the rake, get them in there with no problem. They picked it up, no problem. It was perfect. I did not need to waste plastic to clean up my yard. So the next one, if we're talking about our hygiene, personal hygiene, and whatnot, I use a plastic-free deodorant. Now, I have found two that I absolutely love. My personal favorite is Hey Human. I used to be able to find it at Target, and then for some reason, they stopped selling it, which was really annoying, but you can also find that one on Amazon. And again, I'm going to list all of these links in the show notes for you. And also Native, and they both make plastic-free deodorants. So they come in a cardboard tube, and you literally push up the bottom. They work perfectly. You might take some time finding the one that works for you, as there was a couple, like I believe I tried Ethique, and that one definitely didn't work for me. I was still kind of stinky, and I was like, "Mm, even though I'm working from home and I'm smelling bad, I can't even imagine going outside into the Florida heat and realizing like this deodorant definitely does not work. So you really have to find one that actually works for you, but highly recommend it. Next, when we're talking about hygiene, I absolutely wanted to ditch the plastic toothpaste tube. And I have tried something that me and my children, or I should say my children and I, absolutely love. And that's toothpaste bits. Now, I used to try Bite. They have one um, toothpaste bits. But the flavor just wasn't really my style. Not to say that somebody else might not love that flavor. But for me, 
It just didn't have the type of minty flavor that I wanted. And I absolutely 100% hands up, not even hands down, recommend Hello Toothpaste Tablets. It works fantastically. You literally just chew up the little tablet and then brush your teeth. They also have one for kids, which my daughter absolutely loves, and they are watermelon flavored. I believe they also have strawberry. She was super excited about it. I was super excited about it. Perfect way to brush your teeth. You do not need to use a plastic tube to brush your teeth. Now, they do have an option that I found online that came in a metal tube, which was really interesting. You use kind of a metal key to push it up the um, push it up the tube, but it just didn't really, again, probably was the flavor. I definitely recommend Hello Toothpaste tablets. Now, while we're caring for our teeth, let me also tell you about some eco-friendly floss. There is a biodegradable dental floss with a refillable glass holder from Treebird that I love so much. It's called Treebird. I think that's the cutest name ever. It's soft, minty flavored, and the bottles can be refilled with the dental floss, so there's no waste but the biodegradable floss, which I don't even think is waste. And it's so awesome because literally it's this tiny little glass and you pull up the floss just like you would in a regular plastic container. Works perfectly. Now, this next one, I'm sure a lot of you are really familiar with. There used to be a lot of bar soap uses when I was growing up. I, you know, you had the Irish Spring and Dial and all of that. And then, I don't know, as I grew older, I just constantly saw plastic bottles. But I always use bar soap now for body wash. If you go to a place like Ross or even vendor events, you can find some super awesome vendors and people that make their own soap and you just find the right smell that you like and then literally you have your body soap. There's no reason to buy body wash anymore. You know, I just feel like there's so many different places and people, especially entrepreneurs that make their own soap. It's a great way to wash your body. Um, I try to find the ones, not try, actually, I will not buy it if it's wrapped in plastic, even if it smells amazing. I do my best to not buy any soap wrapped in plastic, so it'll be wrapped in paper or cardboard, but I will find that, like I said, at Ross or Avenger Events, and I've also used a shampoo and conditioner bars. Now, I think these are such an incredible invention because I literally feel like, I think literally is my absolute favorite word in this episode. So if you love that word too, give me a whoop whoop. <laughs> but shampoo and conditioner bars are such a game changer. I have not found a shampoo bar that is my go-to because literally when I try one, they kind of all work the same for me. I haven't had one that's really terrible. I've just gone on Amazon and said, did I like that one? Sure, I'll try it. You know, that's not really a big deal to me. I haven't had one that was terrible, but my favorite conditioner that I'm using right now, absolutely love, is the Viore Terrace Garden Conditioner Bar. Oh, it smells like roses and flowers in the shower and just makes me all giddy every time I use it. And it makes my hair super soft, even when it feels like I'm not even using a lot. And it's funny because I've had it for a month and I kid you not, all you do is that you ha you wet your hair and then you drag the soap down your hair, which I know sounds like you're hurting your hair if I say you drag it across, but it's a soft conditioner bar and it's 
perfect. It literally, oh my goodness, if I say that word one more time, (laughs) it is such a great option to use bar soap for your body, shampoo, and conditioner. Now, this next one might have some of you going, "Mm, Brianna, I'm not sure I can agree with you, but that's okay. And that is toilet paper options. So, Toilet paper pisses me off that you have a hard time finding it when it's not wrapped in plastic. So I try to find the kind that's wrapped in paper. And the cheapest and best I found is at a grocery store named Sprouts for a dollar a roll. And I love how easily able I'm just able to grab a whole bunch of toilet paper at once for a dollar a roll. It's such a fantastic deal. And if you have a Sprouts in your area, I highly recommend going to it because they have a bulk section where you can buy nuts, coffee, sugar, flour, so many different options in bulk. And I take their coffee bags and just they're made of paper and so I use those to collect the different items or you can also bring in your own container and it's a perfect way to be sustainable. So I definitely recommend that. So back to toilet paper. I also really liked the Cheeky Panda bamboo toilet paper on Amazon. It's super cute because it has a little uh, bamboo, a little bamboo, a little panda bear on there. It's so adorable. So I think of him every time I'm using the toilet paper. <laughs> Wait, that sounded very unusual. Just saying it's cute toilet paper, not printed on it, but on a little package. Now, this one might have you questioning my sanity, but when I first had my daughter, I didn't really want to be wasteful and so I started thinking about ways that I could be more cognizant of diaper changes and I discovered that you can make your own wipes from old swaddling blankets or old towels or old washcloths, you know, different things like that and I ended up buying one from someone just to see how they worked and then I realized this is so easy. I could literally take there goes the literally again. I could take old swaddling blankets, cut them up, sew them into a square, and use them as baby wipes. Perfect. And then I also was like, well, I'm going to need the baby wipe solution. Like, how will I make it wet? Am I just using water? Well, I also found something called Baby Bits Wipe Solution. And you add it to a little jar, a spray bottle, you mix it up, and then you put that on the wipe, and it's perfect for wiping up baby bums. Now, If you're like me, because you are an environmentalist and I fucking love you for it, I also use them for pee only. I'm not using them for number two, trust me when I say that, only for pee, but it's a perfect way to create your own toilet paper. I mean, it's literally the perfect way if you're only using it to wipe pee and then you just wash them. And if you think, oh my gosh, that's so gross. I have been washing cloth diapers in my washing machine for almost four years now and trust me when I say there have never been any problems. I've also made a YouTube video about making your own toilet paper so I'll have to reference that in the show notes as well so you've definitely got to check that out. Now speaking of baby items I wholeheartedly 100% recommend cloth diapers or biodegradable ones. When I had my daughter I thought about all of the diapers and how I just really did not want to use so many diapers and what was I going to do and I was really resistant to the idea of cloth diapers because I thought there was no way I was going to be able to make it work and I remember going to Google and finding a video on YouTube about a woman who said how easy it was 
to cloth diaper and let me tell you it is the most magical beautiful thing to be a cloth diaper mom we use liners to collect the poop we throw it away and then we wash the cloth diaper and if you think oh my goodness there's going to be poop everywhere it's going to be stained all you have to do is hang it on a line and it bleaches white again now i will say after i had my son i've actually never used the drying method outside because every time the diapers are super clean because if you're using the liners to collect all of the poop every single diaper is clean like you would never know that they've actually been pooped in so I highly 100% recommend that I'll probably have another episode on how to do cloth diapering because I absolutely love it I mean it's probably the, one of the best ideas because I know that there's another cloth diaper mom to be out there and it helps me live my badass environmental mom life. So I'm definitely going to share that with you. I found all of my cloth diapers in consignment stores, Facebook marketplace. Uh, I've also found them on Amazon. There's a great company that I purchased them from because once you have them, you can keep reusing them through every kid because I have the ones from my daughter and the ones from my son. Now, if it's nighttime, or you're going on a trip, that's when I buy the biodegradable ones, which there are two that I super duper love. My number one favorite, well, really they're both kind of in the same you know, level, and that is diaper, D-Y-P-E-R, bamboo diapers, and then Andy Pandy diapers. Both of them, super awesome, super soak up so much pee. I know this is probably the best part of the episode, let me tell you, but absolutely awesome wholeheartedly recommend those diapers. <laughs> now, since we're speaking of needing to clean our clothes, I really hated the fact that I was using different detergents. I tried making my own at one point, and then I realized, why am I making my own? I've got to find something different. And my best friend recommended Earth Breeze laundry detergent sheets. They are fucking awesome. You take them out of the cardboard package, and they're probably you know, maybe two hands, maybe a little bit bigger um, sized, and you put them in the top or straight into the washer, it works like a charm. I think they do have some scented kind. I believe I use the unscented um, just because there's some clothes that I can't have scented, and I love them, so highly recommend those. Now, just a few more options. One that I'm still trying to get used to, I don't often use Band-Aids, uh, but I know my children do, and that is F-E-B-U, or FEBU, Eco-Friendly Organic Bamboo Fabric Bandages. Now, this was when I was on a kick to find things that are biodegradable, but that we have to use, like Band-Aids, so I definitely recommend those. I do know they didn't withstand being in water, like if you take a shower or take a bath or something, they didn't last through that, but if you're just needing them for a quick Band-Aid for a couple days, not saying you might not take a shower, but you get the point. <laughs> now, one of my favorite ways to be eco-friendly is using reusable shopping bags. To be honest, I've never actually purchased a single one. They have all been given to me for various reasons or from different events. And so just look around your house and I bet you have a stack of them or other random bags that you can use. And we should all be like New York. I had a couple friends on Facebook tell me that New York and other states have actually banned plastic bags. And I thought, how incredible is that? You know, I once saw 
a picture of a guy who used laundry baskets that he kept in his trunk and he would bring everything in his cart to his car and then pack it in and then when he got home he just carried the laundry basket inside and I thought that is such genius because literally there is no reason to use a single-use plastic bag. Now, if you do use the plastic bags, I highly recommend recycling them at your local grocery store. We throw everything that counts as a plastic bag into the bin because if it's made of a plastic bag, put it in there. So if you order something and it comes in a plastic bag, I'll definitely recycle that. You can also recycle styrofoam, a lot of people don't know this, outside of some grocery stores. We have a Publix near us and that's where we take it all from packaging material, not peanuts, but other packaging material to egg cartons on the rare occasion that we purchase something in an egg, you know, an egg carton that's in the styrofoam. We usually prefer the cardboard ones, but you can recycle all of that outside of some grocery stores. And if you don't have a Publix near you, I'm very sorry. Hopefully you have one that can definitely be used. And now, one of the last things to tell you is please remember that silicone is not always better. It actually never biodegrades either. And I have a couple silicone products because I always heard that, oh, it's such a great eco-friendly and earth-friendly thing to purchase, but it actually doesn't biodegrade. So, Is this an all-inclusive list? Hell no. Am I perfect at being an environmentalist? Well, fuck yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I am damn sure trying. And this is such a great list to create. And I'm sure there is so much more I could share. But in the essence of not bombarding you with a thousand, well, more like 18 tips on how to be a badass environmentalist, I'll stop here for now. But trust me when I say my badass friends, There will be more, I assure you. So I hope you have absolutely loved this episode of how you can be more eco-friendly and make Earth Day every single day. As always, if you've got any ideas you'd like to share, please be sure to send me a message at mostbadasslifepodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to check out the transcript of this podcast and find the episode show notes at mostbadasslifepodcast.com. I also highly recommend checking out the description of this post as all of the products that I have featured in the episode will be linked there. Lastly, but most importantly, if you'd like to check out the Badass Book Besties, my amazing book club membership, find us at badassbookbesties.com. Until next time, always keep your glass and bookshelves full. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast. Please be sure to leave a review, learn more about our community at badassbookbesties.com, follow me on Facebook at the Bookaholic Besties podcast, and on Instagram at badassbookbestie. If you know someone amazing that you'd like for me to interview or have any badass ideas, I'd love to hear it. Send me a DM or email me at mostbadasslifepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, besties, always keep your bookshelves and beer glass full.